0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Chris Maloney back with you for another edition of CWO and weekly episode number 12. Uh, Today is Friday, November the 6th. And no word of a lie. I was just checking my phone right before I went on the air here. It's 20 degrees here in London, Ontario, Canada. Um, it's, uh, you know, you can wear shorts inside and outside at this point. It's absolutely unreal. As far as the temperatures go, because the fact is about four or five days ago, I woke up and it was like basically almost like three feet of snow outside. No word of a lie. But, um, anyways, it is kind of a weird November weather, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, not ice yet. So I'll, I'll, I'll take what I can get. Like I said, it is November the 6th here in London, Ontario, and you are listening or watching live to episode number 12 of CWN Weekly. Thank you very much. If you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, uh, you hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. I still new at trying to get people to like and subscribe and this and that, but I guess it's the uh, the social media way. Anyways, as you can see, I am rocking the Toronto Raptors hat and uh reason for it is this. So yesterday I heard the news had broke that basically December 22nd is what the NBA is looking at to bring the, uh, the league back. Uh, I think it was 70, Two games i think they would have announced uh so they're setting up to have like a regular season so to speak uh just shortened uh because of the fact they would start you know started back in october but the fact is 72 games for the raptors and um no words yet from what i've heard as far as uh you know whether or not they're going to do bubbles whether or not the raptors the only canadian team are going to be able to play uh down in the u.s and vice versa but it is a step in the right direction the other date that was announced is December 22nd was January 18th and that is Martin Luther King jr. Day down there in the States. Either or I'd love to see NBA back and uh, I don't think the Raptors uh, did what they could have done. Uh, you know, this year in the playoffs, uh, Siakam, that last game obviously had a bad game. But the fact is when it comes down to it, I am, you know, a heart and soul Raptors fan as far as the NBA goes. And uh, this is a wrestling podcast, MMA podcast as well. So you won't hear me talk a lot about sports, but uh Uh, i was just kind of happy about that because it was good news in the time that anytime you turn on the tv right now it's basically the election it's still taking place although i did hear that biden may make an official announcement tonight so that uh that may see the end of that election down there in the states but uh, i do have relatives down the states friends and family down the states as well uh so you know it's uh we've been watching up here my wife's uh, cnn i've been watching on uh, nbc news here online as well as I'll flip the channels every now and then to uh, uh I think it's um channel 15 here in London, which I think is an NBC affiliate as well. Uh but uh yeah, we've had the uh, the election on uh, probably the past couple of days, uh non-stop almost, to the point I've had to turn it off my wife and say, Hey, <laughs> Christmas movies are on as well. So, anyways, that is that guys. Um, we are doing the show, I am doing the show. A little bit different this uh, week, so I am going live, which is great, uh, but I have decided to go this a little bit earlier just to see, uh, you know, uh, whether or not it's better for fans, viewership, uh, you know, uh, when I do the prediction show, so to speak, I always do it about 3 p.m., and right now I'm going 3 p.m., and the thought was to go on Twitch and to go live on Twitch because of the fact you know, on Twitch, you have to basically go every week. You have to go a certain amount of days. Still getting used to that platform as well. So I was going to go live on Twitch and then upload uh, to do a YouTube premiere Facebook. But I was like, you know what? I'm all set. Why not just try it out? Why not go YouTube, Facebook, as well as Twitch? So right now, live YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, you can see me. Uh, You know, thank you very much. If you're, if you're tuning in, you have any questions or comments, let me know. I'll be able to answer them here and live on the air. If you're listening later on, uh, feel free to email the show feedback at cwnonline.ca. And I'll be able to uh, answer your questions for the next show. But like I said, this is episode number 12. As always, we start out with anniversaries and birthdays for the uh, upcoming week. So November 6th to the 12th, we've got on the 9th, which is only a couple days from now, Le Champion, Chris Jericho, 1970, he was born. You know what that means? The guy turns 50 years old. And I've been watching Jericho way back to his days in WCW. Huge fan of Jericho. Never got to see him in concert yet. Fozzie was here a couple of years ago. As far as the London Music Hall goes, tickets were just a little bit too expensive, so I didn't end up going. But I did meet him way back at a Taco Bell in Hamilton, Ontario for probably a good maybe 10 seconds. He uh, ended up signing a poster in a magazine for me. Uh, you know, but it was back in the WWE days where all of a sudden you know, it was one of those things that get as many fans in the and out of the door as possible. But yeah, I guess to meet Jericho to Taco Bell, like I said, huge fan of him. You can see him in the back there uh, getting the uh, I think the V trigger by Kenny Omega there on uh, Greg Oliver's book, as well as on the other side to Bret Hart, uh, the Jericho DVD, the uh, the triple DVD uh, produced by the WWE years ago. But yeah, I'm a Jericho mark and I'm not afraid to say it. But happy 50th birthday to Jericho. On the 9th, which is, uh, what are we looking at? Monday, I think. Yeah, Monday the night. So uh, as well on the 10th, Scotty Mack. So independent wrestler out there in British Columbia, Canada. Uh, born in 1978. So he turns 42 years old. Scotty Mack's been around for a, a long time. Uh, heavy part of the independent scene there in the West Coast. I know when I was doing my original website back in like 2001, 2002, uh, I learned about who, uh, you know, Scotty Mack, the name out there. So he's been relevant for the, uh, you know, the better part of 20 years, so to speak. And finally, on the 12th, uh, he ended up passing away on May the 10th, 1983 at the age of 70. But the one and only Frank Tunney was born on November 12th, uh, you know, uh, 1912. So 12 for 12. But uh, anyways, uh, he is in, and we'll talk about it later on the show, the Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame as far as the honor category goes. But yeah, Frank Tunney's birthday on the 12th, Uh, as well as I want to wish my buddy Eric a happy birthday uh, on the 12th as well. Uh, he will um, he will (laughs) he will turn uh, not 73 43 years old but uh, i've known eric since about the time i was like six years old i think uh, you know, and uh, as kids, we were each other's worst enemies. And uh, I've had to tell my my wife about the the Brock fights I used to have with him and the snowball fights I used to have with him. And then sure enough, my uh, my first marriage, he was uh, the best man at my wedding. And then uh, his uh, his uh, marriage is still ongoing. And congratulations, by the way. Uh, yeah, I was the best man at his wedding and uh, I've kept in touch all of these years. So yeah, happy uh, 43rd birthday to my buddy Eric there. Uh, Down in the Maritimes. So, anyways, that is it for birthdays and anniversaries. So, guys, news of the week is this. So, turning point taken place on Impact Plus. Uh, That was announced on the 30th. So, we got this Saturday, which is tomorrow. We got AEW Full Gear 2020. Next Saturday on uh, November 14th, Turning Point returns on Impact Plus for a must-see exclusive event. Just weeks after one of the most unforgettable Bound for Glory events of all time, which stars and knockouts of Impact Wrestling will reach their tour, uh, turning point. Uh, I already announced for the event, so Rich Schwan as new as Schwan, I got it, Swan. I got to learn how to pronounce that properly. Rich Schwan uh, defending the Impact Knockouts, Impact Knockouts, Impact Championship against Sammy Callahan. Um, and that is the main event at Turning Point. Then we've got the semi-main event at Turning Point, Sue Young, defending the Impact Knockouts Championship against Deanna Perrazzo. That isn't a no DQ kind of anything goes match. And then, uh, also announced the North, uh, defending their, uh, newly won tag team championships against the Good Brothers. And then we've got Moose, uh, taking on Willie Mack. Obviously Moose is the, uh, self-proclaimed TNA Heavyweight Champion of the World. And then we got Brian Myers taking, uh, taking on, of all people, Hornswoggle. So <laughs> it'll be interesting itself. But guys, yeah, any thoughts on those, let me know. Feedback at cwnonline.ca or feel free to comment on the show if you're watching or listening live. So that is turning point uh, for what we know for next Saturday there. Uh, next bit of news, The Undertaker uh, rings in Halloween on The Tonight Show uh, starring Jimmy Fallon. So... I think I caught the tail end of this because I'm a huge Jimmy Fallon fan, have been for a while now. And all of a sudden I see The Undertaker. Well, no, I, was, I think I was in the other room. I hear The Undertaker's music. I was like, what the heck? So I go out and I see him. And all of a sudden he's like, you know, doing the whole rest in peace gimmick. He, he's looking older though, which is uh, a good thing that he hung up the, uh, the uh, you know, the boots, so to speak. Um, but uh, he, I think he ended up choke slamming or p- tombstone on a, a, pump, uh, a scarecrow or a pumpkin or something like that. But uh, it was great to see. And then obviously Fallon promoting 30 years of Taker. So that was kind of uh, neat as well. Uh, Best of the Super Junior 27 members announced. So, excuse me, guys. Uh, So if you uh, are a fan of me or a fan of CWNOnline.ca, you will know I am a huge New Japan Pro Wrestling fan. So I love the... Sort to of the tournament, so to speak, that, uh, you know, New Japan puts out every single year. Now, this is one of them. Uh, so Best of the Super Junior 27 members announced is a little bit different because there's only five per side. So normally you have an A block, B block. Normally you have 20 guys, but this one only has 10. So as opposed to A block, B block, you're going to have one single block itself. And then uh, entries into this uh, tournament itself, uh, which I believe starts on the November 15th, coincides with World Tag League 2020. Uh, so i think they're going alternate nights so it'll be like night one will be best of the super juniors night two will be world tag league anyways as far as the best of the super juniors go uh, taiji ishimori is uh, number one con- uh, competitor uh, you've got el desperado you've got uh, yoshinobi kanamuro uh, i think he is injured um so he will not com- be competing in one of those uh events and uh got to see if i can find the news but uh he is uh the third competitor uh, intru- uh announced anyways uh haromo takahashi is in there as well uh we've got uh riazuki uh, taguchi he's in there as well master wado we've got show of uh, uh roppongi 3k uh, we've got robbie eagles returning to uh, new japan for wrestling we've got bushi of uh, lij and then we've got Duki as well. So those are your competitors as far as New Japan for wrestling, best of the super juniors, 27 goes. So looking forward to that. Um, you will be able to see coverage as well on CBN CW, online.ca. So if you uh, stayed in uh, up to date, I guess with G1 Climax, you'll see, I had a little subsection there. You were able to see the, um, the, the cards, the results, any articles, the point standings as well. So you'll see the same thing happen for world tag lead as well as uh, best of the super juniors. Juniors 27. So that is coming up. Something else which was announced, and I didn't even know this existed, uh, was uh, Super Cup uh, 2020 coming to uh, New Japan. So this is part of New Japan of America, by the way. Um, If you go back and look on Wikipedia, for example, you'll see all the history of the Super Junior Cup, uh, the Super J Cup, so to speak, but um, a lot of big names in this. Now, it is US-based And looking at the schedule in New Japan Pro Wrestling World, it looks like basically they're going to take the spots of um, uh, New Japan Strong, which has been taking place on the Fridays. Uh, So you will be seeing, I think it's going to be 10 p.m. every Friday. You will see, well, actually, and that's if they do it in two parts, but if they do it in one part, you'll be seeing a single show on the Friday. But I can't see them doing within an hour because you've got uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight guys involved in this and uh, the names are Al El so ELP out of uh, uh, British Columbia, Canada there. Uh, Clark Connors, who was the Lions Break crown winner uh, for this year. Uh, you've got TJP as well. So uh, as well as what they're doing is they're, they're announcing where they're, uh, they're part of. So in Al uh, place, uh, he's uh, listed from the Bullet Club uh we've got la dojo for clark connors and then all of a sudden you got tjp which they've announced as freelance which is kind of interesting because of the fact when you go down and you see one of the names next they could have announced tjp as impact wrestling and when i say that is because you've got um well I'll that's the rest of the names ach who they've got announced as freelance as well uh blake christian they've got announced for gcw And then you've got Impact Wrestling star uh, Chris Bay. So they could have done the same thing for TJP, and I'm not sure why they didn't. But maybe it's because TJP has had already the affiliation with New Japan for Wrestling uh, of America, and Chris Bay is basically, you know, maybe that was – uh, their deal and being able to use Chris Bay for this tournament. But the fact is, yeah, Chris Bay is part of this. TJP is part of this. And then uh, ROH is involved as well. So Ray horse of our ROH. And then, then we got freelance as well. Uh, the one and only Leo rush is going to take part in this as well. So eight big names, obviously bias there. I want to see uh, El phantasmo win. And uh, it'll be interesting to see because of the fact is he did win uh, the super J cup 2019, uh, whether or not he can repeat, we'll see. But uh, like I said, a little bit biased because he is Canadian. And this is a Canadian show. So uh, uh, anyways, that starts up. I think the official date was December the 12th. Yeah, December the 12th. And uh, 26-year legacy of this event. So I'm looking forward to it right there. Um, some tough news to hear about is Kylie Ray announces she's no longer a professional wrestler. Uh, and unfortunately this isn't the first time this has happened. So all of a sudden a couple of years ago, she had signed a contract with AEW. Uh, you know, uh, when you look at her, she looks like a gifted professional athlete, uh, very skilled in the ring, very skilled as far as her personality goes with regards to being able to talk on the mic, interact with fans. Uh, but the unfortunate thing is, uh, she had a falling out with AEW. Um, I think Tony Khan or Cody had said, there's no, uh, you know, uh, no, uh, tough, uh, I uh, forget what I'm trying to say. Um, uh, there was there was no kind of bad things between them, so to speak. I, <laughs> I know my words could have been a little bit better there, but uh, anyways, um, you know, she she left on o- okay ground, so to speak. So AEW would have been able to bring her back uh, down the road. Um, but Impact Wrestling, what happens is all of a sudden the night before Bound for Glory, uh, she disappears and people start to wonder and worry about her. And the next thing you know, Bound for Glory takes place and it's Sue Young taking on Deanna Perrazzo, and Sue Young ends up winning the championship. I was thinking uh, uh, Kylie Ray was going to end up winning the title anyways. Um, I'm not sure if I predicted that, but I think, you know, looking back, I'm going to say Kylie Ray would have won the championship. So either way, Deanna Perazzo would have lost uh, the title that night. But, Kylie Rae comes out on uh, I think it was Patreon issued a statement uh, says Good morning and this was basically back on November 2nd says Good morning I'm truly sorry for the pain of cause and miscommunication I am currently unwell also sorry that I wasn't able to get this out before your monthly subscription charge I want to take the time to say I'm no longer a professional wrestler and currently taking a break from social media It's been a very uh, hard decision to make but please understand uh, when when I am well I will try to fulfill any obligations I've missed. Uh, during this time, most tears will be able, will not be able to be fulfilled. Please feel free to unsubscribe from this membership Patreon account. Thank you for your understanding with a heart emoji. So uh, tough to hear because I think she's only late 20s, if I believe, in uh, huge future ahead of her. Um, she has taken a break for personal reasons, which is great. Uh, you know, it's um, uh, wrestling. I know as a whole, you've seen the mental breakdown of some superstars and this and that, and uh It's a tough business and, uh, you know, she is taking the time for herself, which is absolutely amazing. Uh, Hopefully she's able to come back and have the career that she's meant to have. Uh, But, uh, you know, it's uh, obviously her mental health is a lot more important than the business itself. So a lot of uh, praise, uh, you know, coming up post that as far as Twitter goes, social media goes. Uh, The hashtag Thank You Kylie had uh, been trending at one point. Uh, But uh, yeah, like I said, late 20s, I believe. And she's taking a break from wrestling. Uh, you know, um, they've come out and said, you know, the door's open basically for Impact Wrestling for her to come back if she wants to, just a matter of whether or not she can, whether or not she's able to. Uh, but, uh, yeah, tough news to hear uh, because she is uh, one of those people I, I felt was going to be a huge future superstar as far as Impact Wrestling goes. So anyways, we'll have to wait and see on that. Um from there, we've got two pieces of news as far as MLW goes. So the restart is taking place November the eighteenth at seven p.m. We've got two names announced who are coming back for that. One, Davy Boy Smith Jr. Uh, obviously, the uh, the uh, legend of the uh, the British Bulldog, Davy Boy Smith. Uh, his son, there. Uh, you know, Davy Boy Smith Jr. has been around all over the place. New Japan for Wrestling, Major League Wrestling, sorry, Major yeah Major League Wrestling, WWE. Obviously, former tag team champion over there. I feel he's never had his due yet. I I feel like we're, I'm personally, I, I, you know, I feel like I'm still waiting for him to cement his legacy in the business. Um, And I want to see him be able to do that. And there was one point, I I think there was a talk at one point of him entering impact wrestling, which I would have thought he was amazing to be as in part of, uh, impact wrestling there. But whether or not that ever happens, I don't know. I think he'd be a good fit for it. The same way. I think David Boy Smith jr. Would be a good fit for ROH Uh, Major League Wrestling is still up and coming. So I know they've been around forever. And, you know, you've been able to see MLW The Underground, uh, you know, on... um uh Dezone, as well as YouTube as well as BN Sports but the fact is when it comes to Davey Boy Smith Jr I want to see him cement his legacy he should be fighting for the world championship and he should be doing it outside of MLW that is just my opinion right there but he is one of the names mentioned for the restart like I said November the 18th as far as MLW goes the other name mentioned for MLW was TJP and that was announced today so TJP uh, taking place MLW as well. He's going to be part of the restart. And again, there's that impact wrestling as far as that tie in goes. So I'm going to say this right now, cause I'm talking about it. But the fact is if you were to take ROH, you would take new Japan for wrestling. You would take impact wrestling. You would take major league uh, wrestling. So MLW, uh, put them all together, uh, let them interact, let them fight between companies, you know, have a Survivor Series even type thing where all of a sudden you got the guys, or War Games even, uh, guys from MLW taking on guys from Impact, taking on guys from ROH New Japan. Obviously, New Japan for Wrestling, they're doing the uh, Super J Cup, has guys from Impact Wrestling and ROH in there. When I went to um, a show in Toronto last year, it was an ROH show, but it had stars from New Japan for Wrestling as well as CMLL um fact is i would love it if you want to basically fight aew as well as the wb take your groups take your, your 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 rohs and your impact wrestlings and make them into something special and put on these super shows so to speak because to me as a wrestling fan for the past 40 years i would buy it in a heartbeat and i i you know just the the appeal itself i think would be absolutely amazing but um Anyways, it is what it is, um, you know, MLW has been hit and miss with me. They've got the talent, but the storylines is um, we'll have to I'll have to wait and see when they come back because uh, they went on hiatus when COVID took place. And they said that basically as a company, they didn't want to run uh, empty arena shows. I'm not sure how that has changed. And in saying that, you know, that that group before that I just mentioned, and you put the NWA with that as well. I I think it'd be huge. But um, anyways, enough on that. Uh, Vince McMahon, Netflix docu-series to be four episodes long. So they'll be interesting. Um, It's um, I don't know. It's, it's hit and miss. It's how do they play Vince McMahon with four episodes? Uh, they, it's probably going to be rehashed storylines. We're well, not storylines, but rehashed, um, you know, uh, news that we've seen already that has been presented in WWE documentaries and this and that. Um, but I'm waiting to see if there's going to be any new content that we're uh, unaware about. Uh, speaking of new content, how was that for a segue there? Um, I used to be on this podcast way back about 15 years ago where I used to be called the king of segues because they, they sucked, but uh, that wasn't too bad there. So AW Games special event, Tuesday, November 10th, 6 p.m. on YouTube. That has been announced. So I'm um, becoming a gamer again. And uh, a lot of it has to do with the fact it's on. Uh, so I've got uh, you know an iPhone. So you know, you've you got stuff on the iPhone taking place. I got W W B Battlegrounds. Uh, I've got old school Xbox 360, uh, PS2 games as well. Uh, obviously, you know, I've got uh, Xbox One games, and then uh, this is being announced, aw uh, AEW game special event. So it'll be interesting to see uh, who they used as far as their uh, company goes, as far as uh, producing it goes. I know the Virtual Basement has a wrestling game coming out. Uh, there's another one as well, which I can't think of the name of right now. But, uh, you know, the fact is when you've got wrestling games, especially now during COVID era, it's absolutely amazing. Um, I can't see it being anything before, I'm going to say, maybe summer of next year, as far as the AEW video game goes. But um, it'd be interesting, and it's uh, it'll be interesting to see these guys. And you've seen how well the the, uh, the wrestling figures have come out uh, for AEW. So uh, it'll be interesting to see when the game comes out, what, is, what platforms it comes out for. Uh, Kenny Omega is a big gamer over there. Uh, Aubrey Edwards, the referee, is a big gamer over there as well. And uh, Miro, you know who they just signed is a big gamer as well, so uh, a lot of input from probably those guys as far as the content goes, as far as the games go themselves. So I can't see this one sucking. Uh, Allison K. announces she a free agent that happened on the third of November. And obviously, she's. uh, (laughs) um, it it didn't last long as her her being a free agent goes. Uh, AEW's kind of picked her up, so I'll I'll announce uh, that uh, going forward here in the show. Uh, Nostalgic beers that grapple for our attention celebrate the golden age of professional wrestling. That was a headline by Slam Wrestling. I was like, what is this about? So we go to the website, and sure enough, they've got beers that they want to produce. Obviously, there's a lot of red tape in between producing a beer in the WB and getting all of the... um, Uh, the appropriate uh, permissions in this and that. But the fact is they had beers uh, dedicated to Ravishing Rick Rude, uh, beers dedicated towards the Legion of Doom, beers uh, dedicated towards Nature Boy Ric Flair, and then the Heart Foundation themselves. So the graphics on the cans look kind of cool. I think Ravishing Rick Rude's beer had the highest amount of content as far as alcohol goes. So that was uh, interesting to see. But uh, it'd be interesting to see whether or not they they actually uh, are able to come out with real beer as far as this company goes. So you can check out the article on slam wrestling or CWN online.ca, uh, for that, uh, WWE two K battlegrounds patch notes, October the 30th. So if you have uh, battlegrounds, uh, uh, two K or no, no. Well, yeah, I, I WWE 2 k battlegrounds sorry um anyways uh, there was a patch that was released on october 30th rh recap jonathan gresham puts clamps on tracy williams to win the pure title tournament so that is officially done and over with so gresham defeated uh tracy williams uh by submission to win the championship there uh after the match she uh, jay white jay white um jay lethal came out to uh congratulate him and uh um jay white was on a podcast a couple of weeks ago uh with i think brian alvarez from uh, wrestling observer and had announced that they started their new set of tapings so roh is not going anywhere they'll continue with more content and uh, we'll have to wait and see where the championship goes from there and in saying that the women's championship is still vacant so we have to, we'll have to wait and see whether or not they crown a new women's champion uh, going forward anytime in the uh, you know before the new year or even announce it again before the end of the new year i haven't seen anything by roh uh, with regards to that um maven returns to wb talking undertaker tough enough and more that was on the bump this past wednesday i actually ended up watching the interview it was kind of great i think it went about to, uh, 12 to 15 minutes uh, maven just talking you know with regards to his career uh, still looks in good shape uh you know had said as far as his career now goes never say never uh so it'd be interesting to see if him come back for the rumble or something like that whether or not uh you know uh, you know outside guys are able to come in but uh yeah maven uh you know you, you when you're watching the clips I forgot how great his drop kicks were and you know, his obviously his feud with the undertaker and uh, some of the big wins that he had uh, gotten, like he got one over Christian in the clips. I think they had shown another one over Batista in the clips that they had shown. So, uh, you know, it's uh it's it brought back a lot from memory lane, but it brought back a lot from, no, excuse me. Uh, when they had the original uh, brand split, which I wasn't too happy with. But um, anyways, uh, you can check that out. Uh, it's on YouTube. So uh, our WWE the bump, or if you have the w, uh, WB network, of course, this was big news. And this was a long time coming in the uh, famous words of the tragically hip. But the fact is uh, WB cancels trademark registration for the Cody Rhodes name. Uh, that was on the fourth. The news was uh, had come out. And then on the, where are we here the fifth i think it was nope the fourth as well so that was the beginning of the day in the fourth so news come out i think it was Heal by nature had reported it to say that uh, cody Rhodes, you know is is able to be able to use that name again Uh, nothing was verified until aew dynamite that night it was not verified on the show uh chris jericho made a little bit of a slip when he was on commentary he actually said cody Rhodes, and then the show goes off the air and then cody basically had gone on the mic, got on the promo and said, basically he's able to, you know, go forward using Cody Rhodes again. So uh, he has acknowledged it, uh, you know, uh, the article as well. I think on wrestling Observer says Cody Rhodes says he's able to use the full name again. So you can check that out as well. Again, all the articles I'm talking about here, cwnonline.ca. You can check that out over there as well. Uh, New legends and superstars now available in WB battlegrounds. This I was excited about because if you've ever listened to any of the shows i've ever done um you will know i'm a favorite or a fan favorite of you know some of the guys uh, face paint uh, the japanese guys that's in that but the the announcement was releasing as far as today goes uh throughout the uh 18th so for the next 12 days you got batista being released uh ray, ray ruby riot you got ray ripley and ruby riot the double r's but uh no it's ruby riot <laughs> Uh, being being announced as well. Goldberg, Trish Stratus, Lita, The Usos, Booker T. And then my two favorites of this list, you got Eddie Guerrero being released uh, for WB Battlegrounds 2K, as well as the one and only Ultimate Warrior. That was a huge Ultimate Warrior mark. Uh, If you've ever heard Sean Bates, as far as any of the stuff we've ever talked about on any of our shows go, uh, we've talked about basically his love for the Macho Man Randy Savage, but uh, his disdain, so to speak, for Hulk Hogan um i didn't necessarily mind hulk hogan i didn't have disdain for hulk hogan but the fact is when it comes down to it um i was an ultimate warrior fan so wrestlemania 6 skydome toronto yeah it was all about the warrior for me so um yeah, speaking of sean bates <laughs> uh cody will just be cody in ALW. he'll use the name lo- the last name in third party endeavors well thank you very much sean bates as i was just talking about you there and why aren't you at work it's friday afternoon you should be working dude but anyways, uh, coincidentally enough, I was just talking about him and uh, yeah, comment, but um, uh, I had kind of spammed his show on well, I guess, yeah, it would have been yesterday, so um, uh, so I guess I'll have to put his comments up as he as he puts them up. Maybe not as many as you know, I uh, he had posted for me, but I don't know, we'll wait and see. Now I'm getting sidetracked, so I'm gonna go back on track here. Uh, Scorpio Sky was announced for AEW uh, Dynamite to face Sean Spears. Uh, the match got called off based on the fact that uh, uh, Scorpio Sky was in contact with somebody who had COVID and tested positive. He tested negative, but as a, a precaution, they uh, basically uh, you know nixed the match, so to speak. And uh, you know, I'm not sure if he's in quarantine at all right now. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, he's no part in AEW full gear coming up. But it's just whether or not, um, you know, he uh, continues to test negative. I'm not sure of the testing down there, especially in Florida. Uh, NWA Women's Championship match added to the buy-in at full gear. So, originally, it was uh, John Silver taking on Orange Cassidy in the buy-in. Now, that's got bumped up to the main card, and you've got uh, basically Allison Kay. Uh, you know, now, this is weird because the fact is you've got basically Serena Deeb uh, as champion, facing Allison Kaye, who basically just said she was a free agent from the NWA, now fighting for the NWA Women's Championship on the pay-per-view. So be it as it is, but um, uh, whether or not she's really a free agent, I don't know. Nobody really knows. I haven't seen the working relationship between the NWA and uh, AEW at this point. I guess that's between Billy Corgan and uh, Tony Khan. But anyways, it is what it is. So uh, yeah, that is the buy-in, the pre-show, the NWA World uh, Women Championship there between Serena Deeb as well as Allison Kay. Uh, Fozzie Across America trailer was released on Chris Jericho's YouTube account. Apparently back a couple of years ago, they had done three shows in one day um, on the when Judas was released as far as the album goes. So they're doing a 30-minute documentary. So that's upcoming. So that'll be exciting to see. Uh, WWE Undefeated comes to iOS and Android devices December 3rd uh, looks like they're playing on the battleground as far as the gimmicks of the, what the wrestlers look like uh, but that, like I said that will be available December 3rd that was announced uh, two days ago uh, AEW Unrestricted featuring Tony Khan is out now that was uh, interviewed yesterday with Tony Schiavone as well as Aubrey Edwards on uh, Apple uh, Podcast or wherever you listen to your podcast but uh, it was a good podcast it's basically Tony Khan just being Tony Khan and uh, you know pr- uh, prepping and, and promo and, and and hyping up aew full gear of course and talking about the backstories and the uh, feuds and uh his wrestling knowledge is just it's unparalleled it's um it's funny i've you know talked to my dad and my dad said you know i've got the uh, the personality as far as uh any shows i've done goes and, and i i i can see that uh, where he comes from um but he's also said that uh sean bass when i've done shows with him is has got that knowledge so sean <laughs> for whatever reason can pick things out of the the air sometimes i'm like where the heck's he getting this from or how the heck he remember that you know what i mean um but uh yeah Tony Khan's much the same way as far as his wrestling knowledge goes and uh, you know uh the AEW brass over there has has uh, basically said that about him that he's not just a fan he's basically uh, an encyclopedia as far as the wrestling business goes so that's kind of cool uh AEW Matt Jackson working through partially torn MCL as well as slight ACL tear uh that was announced yesterday uh so he is selling the injury by the uh, by FTR of course but the fact is he is legitimately hurt uh, to go along with his back problems that he's always had, so it's. Uh, I'm going to say this, and you can see the elite that is a Young Bucks shirt behind me there. Enjoy them while you can, because the fact is, with their style, and uh, you know the fact is, they've been around for a while now. Enjoy the tag team as as you can, because the fact is, I can't see Matt uh, Matt Jackson last another five years. Um, much the same way Shawn Michaels uh, back WrestleMania 14 against Stone Cold. When you saw that match, you knew he was in pain. Look how long it took him to come back. Nobody knew he was coming back. Um, same thing, Ravishing Rick Rude. The same thing with the British Bulldog, Davey Boy Smith. You know, back injuries, back problems, everything else. Um, but uh, it's the wrestling business as a whole. It takes a toll on your body, you know. So um, fact is when it comes down to it, uh, enjoy the Young Bucks now because the fact is, you I, I, like I said, I can't see Matt Jackson lasting another five years in the ring based on the moves that they perform. It just, it's just um, – it's – uh, it's it's his body's a train wreck right now and it's unfortunate because it is entertainment but the fact is he's got a wife and family and everything else and uh you know it's uh has got to take care of himself uh tire valkyrie on marion john morrison impact wrestling lucha underground austin aries comments uh that was released by chris van vliet yesterday on youtube so check that out uh something else was released yesterday on you uh well not well i guess it, it might be on youtube but it's on uh, wrestling websites cody aw media call uh tnt uh tnt NT title stipulations, Nick, all trilogy is what he talked about there. Uh, so you can find that. I think uh, post wrestling has it as well as slam wrestling, as well as uh, uh, wrestling observer, of course. Uh something I watched last night, <laughs> I'm not sure if I, I really watched it because it was probably the, one of the weirdest things I seen Chris Jericho do. Uh, but it was the Winnipeggers, and I think it was episode number I say, 17, 18, or 19. I forget right at the top of my head there. Uh, but it was the Idiot Olympics taking place live last night. So it was uh, Dave Spivak, uh, Rybo, and then Chris Jericho doing the Idiot Olympics. And they were doing everything um, that they could possibly come up with that was absolutely nuts. I mean, they were. I was on YouTube watching this, and they had probably – close to 150 viewers watching this the same time I was. So a lot of people making comments and this and that, but they're doing everything from uh, the, the very last one they had, they had done was they, they shoved eggs in their mouth and Chris Jericho didn't have enough because we was in the hotel and ribo was just, you know, I think he put one in his mouth and this was that, but Dave had like, I think four in his mouth. And then all of a sudden he had to, he had, take off to the side and spit them out in a the bucket. Uh, they were doing barnyard animals. They were doing uh, the the greatest scary face or something like that. And then the greatest scream. And then they had to talk like certain celebrities and this and that. So it was, just, it was one big train wreck, but it was, a, it was, I, I couldn't stop watching, you know? <laughs> so anyways, uh, props to Jericho for the, doing the idiot Olympics last night on youtube you can find that on his uh his uh, chris jericho account uh hangman versus omega straight no chaser there's an article on aw.com uh, uh, right now so you can check that out I haven't read it yet uh, i saw it right before this, this show uh so you can check that out on uh, the AEW's official website Jim valley update so i want to read this so if you've ever heard me talk and hopefully you have that's uh, good news for me uh the fact is i'm um, Always been a huge fan of the producers, the uh, the promoters, the announcers, the commentators, the journalists, so to speak, in wrestling. I love the wrestling business as a whole, but I've always been a fan of the media guys as well. Um, and Jim Valley is one of those guys who was doing the uh, Wrestling Observer Live, he uh, Wrestling Observer Radio. He had done it with regards to uh, doing shows with Brian Alvarez. He had taken over the Saturday morning show. And, uh, you know, he's a uh, huge, uh, you know, uh, hugely tight with uh, Fumius uh, Saido, as well as Dave Meltzer. Uh, he has the Pacific Rim Pro Wrestling Podcast, as well as the Port- Portland WrestleCast, I want to say. I haven't listened to that yet, but I was a huge fan of Pacific Rim Podcast. Well, he gets sick and he's been in the hospital uh, for quite a bit. And uh, I just saw this update as, as far as yesterday goes. And he released this on Twitter himself. He goes an update from the observer the hospital has canceled my last four dialysis appointments the port uh will come out next week after shedding down a few weeks ago my kidneys are back functioning normally i'm so grateful and he goes vote uh, Don Owen for wrestling observer newsletter hall of fame um he was to a point that um uh you know he wasn't and his wife as well wasn't sure if he was going to come out of this and uh, he kicked out and not only did he kicked out he hulked up and um uh, last I had checked, and I don't know if it's still going, but uh, they had set up a GoFundMe for him. And the last I saw, it was like $55,000 rates for this uh, this guy. Uh, so, you know, thoughts and prayers and and uh, well wishes and, and hopes and everything else here from Canada, Jim Valley. And I can't wait to hear you back on the, uh, the airwaves as well. Brian Alvarez had done a little six-minute clip as far as his website goes. Uh, just hearing Jim Valley talk and, uh, you know, he's uh, he's sounded bad, uh, like harsh, you know, like he'd been through a, a fight, obviously. Um, but uh, it's, it is good news to hear about Jim Valley and see him posting on Twitter again. Uh, so, you know, uh, like I said, thoughts and prayers here from Canada and a uh, huge fan of yours. And uh, uh, keep it up because you are you are on the uh, the uh, the other side of healing. And uh, My cat is meow <laughs> I try to be part of the show. Um, excuse me. Tony Khan confirms what match will go on last for full gear Uh, that was announced today as well so it will be the I match between Moxley as well as um, uh, Eddie Kingston so that was good news and then they've got an article on wb.com so Undertaker's final farewell set for Survivor Series. Uh, so big article there. It looks like The Undertaker might make appearance on Survivor Series. That is happening November 22nd, 7 p.m. WB Network. Um, so have to keep uh, wait and see if The Undertaker actually shows up. I think it'd be a cool moment. I will tell you this. I watched Survivor Series 1987 the past couple nights. That was the one where it was headlined by Hulk Hogan's team against Andre the Giant's team. Uh, they had four matches in total, okay? They had the women's match. They had basically the IC match. They had the tag team match. And then they had the main event with Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant that to me is survivor series as a whole i think 88 was the same time the same way in 89 was the same way they had uh, and then they start coming up with the names like they had the uh, uh the ultimate maniacs i think it was at one point and uh, you know they come up with all these different names for the groups and this and that and one of the coolest uh, survivor series tag teams as, as a wrestling fan as a gimmick fan so to speak was was when i got to see it was the i think the legion of dune carrie von eric and then the ultimate warrior And and that was one of the best teams I've ever seen as far as um, being put together goes. And it might have been 90. It might have been the same one as The Undertaker debuted at. Um, but uh, anyways, that to me is Survivor Series. Not all these single matches of Raw versus SmackDown. To me, honestly as a wrestling fan, that I'll, I'll talk about it and report it and stuff like that, but it sucks. That to me is not Survivor Series. It's like having a Royal Rumble and putting 40 guys in the ring. It's like, no, forget about it. It's like having a Royal Rumble and all of a sudden be like, oh yeah, we're going to cut it down to 10 guys because we have to uh, uh, put these matches on and, and put these guys over and it's 2020 and things change. It's like, no most, uh, certain things in life shouldn't change okay peanut butter cups for example chocolate and peanut butter that's all it takes okay that's all it takes to satisfy people sometimes like me for example so for survivor series take it back to 1987 take it back to 1988 team versus team okay groups versus groups you have enough guys like you could have the whole hurt business basically as one team taking on retribution you know and as much as they suck right now you could still have it so anyways guys in my personal rant <laughs> like i said I, I the last two days i've watched um Survivor series 1987, watch it in its entirety, and to me, I miss it. Okay, I miss it. And the fact is, you had Jesse Ventura and Gorilla Monsoon on commentary, you had Craig DeGeorge, mean Gene Okerland. And uh, to me, that right there, Survivor Series, and they had it, they used to have it on Thanksgiving. And it's like, you know, to me as an American, I'm Canadian, obviously, but as an American, it'd be very cool to sit there and to all of a sudden be like, hey, you know, let's have this big turkey dinner with my family, have the extended family go home, and I'm going to put up my feet, grab a beer, grab a cup of tea, whatever the case was back in the 80s, and uh, basically watch Survivor Series and, uh, you know, and Anyways, it's uh, the rebooking of wrestling. We could, I, I should have a show every week just on that. Uh, we got comments coming. So Sean's flooding the, <laughs> the comments again. So Sean says, uh, I'm assuming will, SS is uh, on the exact same day as it was 30 years ago with Taker's debut. So that is cool. Uh, SS is kind of well, obviously Survivor Series. I also use uh, SummerSlam as well. Uh, 1992, 99, and 2002 are the worst Survivor Series, no elimination matches. Um, On that note as well, I will say this. I will say, um, so coming on CWN Online uh, next Friday, so November the 13th, I will do my top 10 uh, Survivor Series of all time. So uh, back in the summer, you'd seen me do SummerSlam, so my top 10 SummerSlams of all time. So you will see me doing top 10 uh, Survivor Series of all time starting November the 13th. With uh, uh, number 10 all the way down through number one, which will uh, coincide with November 22nd. And uh, uh, I've invited Sean Bates to be part of that as well. So, and then last comment he makes is. Ah, uh, fantasy warfare tournament Sunday at three p.m. Talk the best five-man teams, uh, if all time, <laughs> of all time. I've always been the better speller, even though he's got the uh, the better wrestling knowledge. But yeah, guys, fantasy warfare tournament. Check that out Sunday at three p.m. Uh, should be on YouTube, Twitch, as well as Facebook. But look for all of the um, uh, Sean's postings there on Facebook because he's got the Facebook of. Uh, Facebook of wrestling <laughs> scumbags, a wrestling Facebook group there over on Facebook. But yeah, guys check that out. Fantasy warfare tournament. This coming Sunday, 3 PM. Um, that might be it for pro wrestling. I think I've got uh, just a few more things. So I had highlights listed here, but I'm kind of running late in the show. Um, so I'm going to skip the highlights, see if there's anything that really stood out. Well, I will say this. I did watch AEW. So two things, AEW. I did watch on, uh, Wednesday um, it was good it was a solid you know I, I'll talk about this because the fact is I will not talk about it uh, tomorrow uh, so AEW highlights Jericho calls out uh, so calls MJF soft uh, MJF and Warlord defeat Sammy and uh, Ortiz uh, basically um, Hardy assaults Sammy after the match which was kind of cool uh, to set up their feud coming into Saturday, and then uh, MJF goes and attacks Jericho. And after he attacked Jericho on commentary, Jericho got up with a big smile on his face, so that was good booking. There, uh, Miro defeats, uh, defeats Trent, uh, Sammy assaults Hardy uh, right before the Young Bucks defeat Private Party, uh, FTR attack, uh, private FTR attack, uh, Matt uh, Jackson, uh, post match. And then of all people that come down and make the save, it was Hangman. And then Omega comes down. They do kind of a little fist bump, and it's like, wait a second, we're enemies going into uh, you know Saturdays. So, but it was interesting to see Hangman and Omega kind of on the same page. But it was a, a drunk Hangman, so uh, you know it's uh, he probably wasn't sure where the hell he was <laughs> at that point. Uh, Mox and Kingston's promo was absolutely phenomenal on Wednesday. If you want to see a, what a promo looks like to sell a pay per view. Check that out from this past Wednesday. So John Moxley, Eddie Kingston, just the two of them, and it was a, it was a well thought promo. Props to whoever uh, you know came up with that. And if they come up with it on the spot, good for them. Um, Pac promo was good as well. The bastards coming back basically seven to eight months, basically sitting there in the silence. This guy's still in terrific shape, but the way the promo was done was absolutely phenomenal. It makes me want to see him back in the ring. And then main event was uh, Cody and the guns defeat in the dark order. And then uh, Kobe and Darby. Uh, so Cody does a promo as Darby sitting in the stands, much like sting used to back in the day to set up that. So uh, huge going into uh, the, the pay-per-view tomorrow night. And then NXT UK highlights uh, a kid defeats Noam Dar. So he advances to the heritage cup 20- Final, so it's the only thing. Two things I'll, I'll mention as far as the highlights go. Ratings raw was one point six five six point four eight in the eighteen to forty nine demo. Ninth for the night. AEW took a hit seven seventeen point three zero in the eighteen to forty nine demo. Fifty sixth for the night. Seventy three thousand eight hundred and uh, uh so seventy three thousand eight hundred fans watching in Canada. They're the number one, two, uh, number two sports program for the night here in the, here in uh, the country. And the NXT was 610.14 and 18 to 49 demo 68th for the night. Now, all of a sudden, I shouldn't say all of a sudden, but the fact is with the, all the elect, uh, election coverage, and everything else, uh, wrestling was going to take a hit no matter what this week. So uh, that is that. So we'll expect them to see them rebound, especially with the the show next week. Uh, you know, as far as AEW Dynamite goes, because it will be the follow up show to the pay-per-view tomorrow. Uh, Smackdown preview tonight. Banks versus Bailey for the title. Otis versus Rollins for the qualifier for Survivor, uh, Survivor Series and then Ray versus Corbin for Survivor Series as well. Um, I'm going to say Rollins and Corbin advance. And I'm going to say Bayley uh, doesn't get the title so uh 205 live preview nothing announced yet uh road to showdown week two for new japan strong tonight 10 p.m new japan world main event uh, is jr kratos and russ taylor versus rocky romero and jeff cobb romero and cobb be a unique team and then mlw underground preview so this is all the uh, stuff that used to happen 10 to 15 years ago for mlw uh, it's called enter the sandman tonight so jerry lynn taking on homicide and the sandman taking on simon diamond so some old ecw references there uh special edition aw dark tonight another reason i wanted to do uh um cwn weekly uh uh, earlier today because of the fact is there is some wrestling on tv tonight so AEW dark uh episode number 60 tonight 7 p.m it's got uh, uno and grayson who i'm representing in the shirt here you guys can't see uh taking on ryzen and sean Maluda. and then you've got AEW presents countdown to full gear 2020 taking place tonight here in canada 11 o'clock p.m on tsn2 so they are doing it down there in the states on um Oh, what is that thing called? Not TBS, the other one, TNT. And then they're doing at TSN 2 tonight as well, 11 p.m. Uh, New Japan Power Struggle 2020 taking place tomorrow morning at 3 a.m. New Japan World. Um, and then Full Gear. So I'll, I'll talk about full gear, just, uh, full gear just for a sec. So tomorrow, um, 3 p.m. live on YouTube, Facebook, as well as uh, Twitch, I will do the AEW Full Gear uh, Prediction Show. Uh, So I'm not going to talk about anything more as far as full gear goes as far as right now goes. But tomorrow I will do 3 p.m. Like I said, AEW full gear prediction show. Um, Yeah, so look for that 3 p.m. tomorrow live. Um, As far as power struggle itself goes, I will talk about that just uh, briefly here. And we've got so... First match of the night, Toriyano taking on Zack Sabre Jr. That is uh, for the Provisional King of Pro Wrestling 2020, no corner pads match. Uh, so that is uh, no actual title belt involved, but just kind of the uh, the, uh, the title itself, so to speak. Um, we've got uh, the second match of the night, uh, never open with championship match, Minoru Suzuki taking on Shingo Takage. Uh, so obviously Suzuki is champion there, his first title defense of that belt. Uh, third match is uh, Kazucha Okada taking on the Great Okan. Uh, fourth match is the uh, right to challenge contracts so it's got uh, kenta putting up his uh, new japan pro wrestling u.s heavyweight championship uh, briefcase against uh, hiroshi tanahashi so that'll be a good match there uh, fifth match of the night same thing uh so the ca- contract uh, the briefcase is on the line so you get kota ibushi uh who uh, owns the rights right now from winning at uh, g1 climax 30 taking on jay white and then the uh, final, uh, me- sorry, final match of the night in the first the uh, defense, which is kind of unique, but uh, he ended up winning the title back. So uh, that's why it's only his first defense. But uh, Tatsuya Naedo taking on Evil, defending against Evil. So um, anyways, it's... Uh, Interesting to see where they're going to go with this because all of a sudden you've got the tournaments that have been lined up. And then obviously Wrestle Kingdom is right around the corner, January 4th and 5th. So, guys, that is it. I think as far as pro wrestling goes. Yes, that is it. Uh, MMA briefly here. Bellator 251 took place yesterday. So that was manhoff uh, taking on Anderson. The results you can find online. Uh, One Inside the Matrix 2 took place earlier this morning. You'll be able to see the full show uh, sometime today on cwnonline.ca, but you can also check out YouTube. Uh, UFC Fight Night takes place tomorrow night. Santos versus uh, Teixeira. Teixeira? I think it's Teixeira. Uh, TSN5 main card, 10 p.m. tomorrow night. Prelim, 7 o'clock tomorrow night. Light heavyweight belt features uh, number one contender Thiago uh, Santos uh, taking on Glover Teixeira. And that is free. So if you're not buying the AW pay-per-view looking for MMA instead, you can find that on TSN5 tomorrow night starting at 7 and then main card at 10. So guys, that is it for um pro wrestling here. So get rid of the banners here and I'm going to do as I always do and then take a break, get some water into me but I'm going to play promos from Sean Bates of the Scumbags of Wrestling and Mr. Ryan Knight of the Knights of the Squared Circle. So guys, I'll be right back, sit back and uh, uh, see you in a couple minutes.
1: Hey Wrestling fans! it's Sean from Scumbags Wrestling. Have you checked out our latest t-shirt designs? It's inspired by our friends over at London Comic Con. Nigel Lewis of NCL Studios came up with this amazing design of a comic book cover. It features 22 stars of the Ontario Independent Wrestling scene, including Cody Diener, Jody Threat, Casey Spinelli, Tyson Dukes, Brent Benz, Tarek, Sebastian Swag, Halal Beefcake, graduates of the Tyson Dukes Wrestle Factory, and many more. You can get your t-shirt for just $30, or buy the poster for $15. Proceeds from this sale are going to go to Sick Kids Hospital in Toronto on behalf of Stevens Wrestling Journey. Stevens is an eight-year-old fighting carry malformation and they're searching for a cure. You can contact me either through our Facebook page, Scumbags Wrestling, or email me at wrestling at gmail.com. Get yourself a great t-shirt with an amazing design and help a wonderful cause at the same time. So contact me today and get your shirt or poster.
0: Are you a pro wrestling fan? Do you want the latest info on shows and the stars that appear throughout Ontario? Are you looking for information and insight into the independent wrestling scene? Want interviews and information on the big leagues? Then you want Knights of the Squared Circle with Ryan Knight on Coyote 103. Ryan has his finger on the pulse of wrestling in Ontario on every level, and he brings that to you every Sunday at noon. Listen for your wrestling fix with Ryan Knight and Knights of the Squared Circle, Sunday at noon, only on Coyote 103. Yeah, some good guys there. So Ryan Knights of the Scumbags. (laughs) Sorry, Ryan Knights of the Knights of the Squared Circle and Sean Bates of the Scumbags of Wrestling. There we go. I got it right. Uh, Forgive me, guys. But uh, guys, this is our our moment of the show. We talk about uh, hashtag WeAreCIW, simply Canadian Independent Wrestling. So you can see the website down below there, CanadianIndependentWrestling.ca. Um, so that forwards you to the Facebook group that we got going on right now. The push for 400 still on towards the end of the year. Uh, not a lot happening as far as the Canadian independent wrestling scene goes, but it doesn't mean it still doesn't exist. So there are shows taking place, uh, just nothing here in Ontario that isn't online. And, uh, so when I say that RCW Friday night fights, Calgary, Alberta, November 6th, 13th, 20th and 27th taking place uh, this month. RCW, Real Canadian Wrestling, by the way, that's what it stands for. Saturday Night Fights taking place in Edmonton, Alberta, November 7th and 21st. Uh, UCW presents top of the class November 28th in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Uh, So that was announced just recently there. And guys, that is all I have as far as the uh, independent uh, upcoming shows go. Um, If you have anything uh, on top of that, now there are shows, other shows that are taking place. Uh, I know the month of December, I think New School Wrestling, I think I might have missed them as uh, another show coming up online. Um, but, uh, guys, any shows that you know of that are taking place, I've missed. Upcoming at cwnonline.ca. But if you go to uh, the uh, CWN uh, Facebook uh, page, uh, go to the events, you'll see everything that I've uh, I've seen listed there. But like I said, upcoming at cwnonline.ca. You'll be able to check that out and uh, email with me with any kind of shows. But uh, that's as far as I know. And like I said, uh, New School Wrestling, I think, is having another one there. They had one, I think, last Sunday as well uh and that was online so i think they're doing the online gimmick again um stuff that happened this week as far as independent wrestling uh, news goes online so zombie wrestling marathon by super kicked uh was put out there on halloween on youtube this is all youtube stuff by the way uh no ring north featured john john Tavius versus mark shaw that was on the first Uh, adrenaline episode number two Uh, 365 Pro Wrestling uh, presented that on the first as well. The Alliance Pro Wrestling Network presents an interview with no class Bobby Bass. (laughs) Uh, That takes me back because I grew up a Maritime Wrestling fan, so Atlantic Grand Prix Wrestling. And, the way, and one of those names that, uh, you know, I, I, I always, uh, you know, knew as a kid was no class Bobby Bass, you know, Leo Burke and the Cuban Assassin and, and uh, guys like that. But uh, check that out interview online there. And then uh, also by the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network. So Shooting Up North Indie Edition with Lewis Carlin presents uh, Guerrero saya uh, that was on YouTube as well. That was presented on the third and then War Cry by Superkick that was uh, put out there on the fourth. So there's some independent wrestling stuff for you guys right there. As well as CanadianIndependentWrestling.ca is the group, or sorry, the uh, uh, the uh, website to go to. Like I said, it will forward you to the Facebook group for the time being here. So from independent wrestling, we go into this, and this is something I am proud of. This is something um, I have taken on, and uh, you know, um, talked to my uh, my buddy Sean about, who's been part of CWN. Uh, since its existence on January 18th, 2009. I've talked to Christine as well, who's part of the website as a contributor uh, with you know bringing out the Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame presented by CWN. So down below there, you guys can see the website, uh, the social media links as well. And I'm going to do this. I'm going to show you guys how easy it is to uh, go and then basically how to vote as well. So you've seen me talk about this um, on the last show I just want to make sure I get the right screen here and I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna do let's get rid of these two for the time being and then let's like make this yeah, that's better there. So guys you can see on the screen there and you know what I'm gonna do this as well I'm gonna get rid of the brand leave my logo up I'll get rid of the brand. so guys right now you're seeing the uh, the CWN website so it's cWnonline.ca. Uh, you see the Kenny Omega banner, uh, proudly Canadian there. But you go through and you can see uh, featured pro wrestling, MMA, Canadian independent wrestling, CWN Online, which has anything I do with this show as well as the Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame. Upcoming events on the right-hand side. You can see the last show I've done as far as CWN Weekly goes. You can uh, links to Facebook. Uh, Canadian Independent Wrestling. Subscribe to the website and uh, recent posts, and everything else. So uh, everything is kept current, so you can see one of the last things Canadian Independent Wrestling base was was Scumbags of Wrestling podcast. So you can see that down below there. But if you go to the very top, so you got all these different um, uh, tabs, so to speak. So Indie Pro MMA uh, TV, pay per view exclusive, CWN and weeklies in there, fantasy warfare tournament, uh, sharpshooter podcast, TNT Throwdown, the what we used to do uh, beforehand. Uh, 29 episodes I think we went to. So you can find that in there as well. About section, so the website itself, myself, uh, Sean, and Christine. Merchandise, if you're looking to uh, rock some CWN gear. Patreon, if you're looking to just throw us money. <laughs> I'd rather you buy the gear than throw us money. But uh, if you uh, throw us money, maybe we'll just buy gear and uh, uh, you know uh, sponsor it off for the show. But anyways, the very last uh, 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 tab, so to speak, on the website itself is hashtag CPWHOF. You click on that there, and basically that brings you to the Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame website. So it is cpwhof.ca. Uh, it is a subdomain of CWN. So you can see another address up here. It's cpwhof.cwnonline.ca. So up top, it's very simple. You've got uh, voting about staff contact, uh, you know, a link back to cwnonline.ca, social media links. Uh, you've got the uh, the big banner there. So you click on that, it'll take you back to the main page. Uh, upcoming events obviously the big announcement the big event on january 18th uh, which is uh, us doing the show to present and honor those guys who have been voted in as well as you can see the articles have been posted on the left hand side that will grow because it's it is a new website and then social media links on the right hand side as well subscribe to the website if you want to and then basically up top when you go to 2021 class um, what happens is go down the website and these are the categories there And I will basically, I think probably sometime this weekend, put up pictures of the nominees. But there are nine categories in total. So you got legend category, male wrestler category, you've got female wrestler category, tag team category, sharpshooter, siren, MMA, honor, and then category nine to be announced on Monday, January 18th, 2021. That is a secret. That is not going to be announced until january 18th 2021 live on the show uh we have reached out to the uh, uh the person we want to be part of category number nine uh they have accepted they're uh they're happy about it we're happy to have them uh be part of the show as well as be part of the canadian wrestling pro or so the canadian pro wrestling hall of fame but like i said january 18th 2021 when you go into the categories themselves so the honor category dedicated to canadian journalist manager promoter referee trainer that excelled in the business and there's the vote button as simple as that hit that vote button you can go to vote for them uh mma dedicated to canadian mixed martial artist that excelled in the biz- uh, business siren dedicated to a female canadian independent wrestler with the potential to excel in the business and then same thing for the sharpshooters male base uh tag team female wrestler male wrestler and then legend legends uh, legends important to me, important to us. So dedicated to a Canadian pro wrestler that competed prior to 1980 and excelled in the business. So we want to have a, a spot there where basically, you know, you've got your Chris Jerichos, you've got your Bret Hart's, you've got your Rowdy Roddy Pipers, you've got your Rick Martels. But what about the Stu Hart's? What about the Vachon's? What about the um, Killer Kowalski's? What about... Um, who am I missing there? Uh, Ivan Koloff. Uh, what about those guys? So we want a category exclusive to those guys there. So their careers, um, they made basically the dent in the sport back in the 1980s or before that. So uh, prior to 1980, sorry. Uh, so that is the eight categories we've got there. Like I said, you can vote online. Uh, voting has taken place all the way through midnight on November 1st. We'll, uh, very It will end 11.59 p.m on uh, november the 30th but guys that is it that is the canadian pro wrestling hall of fame website you can also go here i'm going to bring this up quickly just while i can um so this is uh, our youtube account here so only two videos right now but you can see the first four categories being announced with uh music behind it as well as the the final four categories being announced the music behind it as well uh these are just basically uh videos to go along with uh you know canadian pro wrestling hall of fame sean bates uh as well has done some amazing videos Uh, i'm just going to stop this here go back into normal mode uh sean's done some amazing videos as well that you've seen on the scumbags are wrestling which i will incorporate into um the Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame some of the broadcasts that we do and this and that but uh guys I am excited about it the Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame presented by CWN and as you can see all the social media links down below there but guys voting will stop like I said November the 30th 11 59 p.m and then from there we will uh, we'll decide how we're going to make the announcements so we haven't uh, necessarily talked about it yet But obviously, some of them were going to be surprises uh, because that's just the way it should be. Um, Obviously, category number nine will not be announced till the 18th, but we'll uh, decide on that. uh, And uh, we'll announce it here on the show, as well as Scumbags of Wrestling podcast, I am assuming here. So two more comments here. Um, (laughs) uh, Sean with two more comments. And and this kind of makes me laugh because it's uh, it's true. Uh, votes will be counter qu- counted quicker than in the U.S. <laughs> yes, they will. And I will say this. So there's, I'll, 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 I'll say this on the show because uh, it was uh, brought up yesterday on Sean's show, the Scumbag is a Wrestling Podcast. But one of the things was is uh, some of the nominees are still wrestling. So when we went into this, there was a vote beforehand of who to put into the categories uh, between myself and Sean. And then all of a sudden, the voting, how the voting is tallied uh, is on the website as well. But it's a 40-30-30 ratio. But when you look at some of these people there, so Trish Stratus, for example, was put into the WWE Hall of Fame, I think, 2000, I want to say 11, 12 or 13. I saw her wrestle at SummerSlam against Charlotte Flair last year. Uh, in Toronto. You know what I mean? Ric Flair, Hall of Fame. Uh, now, I know he's not part of this because he's not Canadian, but Ric Flair, Hall of Fame. Now, all of a sudden, he goes into uh, over to TNA Wrestling. Um, uh, Natalia is one of those people. Angelina Loves is one of those people, uh, you know, as part of, as the categories go. But to me, it's uh, look at Edge, okay? The career that Edge had, Edge gets put in the Hall of Fame, has a career-threatening injury that uh, put him on the shelf for like a good probably 10 years, I think it was. And then all of a sudden he's back and he's in the, obviously he's sidelined with another injury, but the fact is in COVID obviously, but the fact is he came back. So to me, they've made enough of a dent as far as uh, the category that they're involved in. So male wrestler, female wrestler, look at all the accomplishments, uh, accomplishments that Natalia has made. Look at all the accompli- uh, accomplishments that Edge has made, uh, you know, Angelina love, so to speak, uh, all of these people, you know what I mean? So to me, everything that they've accomplished so far is Hall of Fame category, as far as, uh, you know, my opinion goes. Um, we might look at doing things differently for next year, but as far as right now goes, um, you know, it's, uh, to me, it, it made sense. And to me, it's, um, you know, it's it's a good thing because the fact is uh, anybody in those categories, uh, you know, b- besides obviously the Sharpshooter and the siren, because they're, they're independent coming up, um, has accomplished quite a bit. Now, obviously, the legend category is going to be a little bit different. The honor category is going to be a little bit different. But go to the men's category right now, and you will see a guy who's Canadian, Kenny Omega, I absolutely love, but he is not part of that category. And the reason for it is because you look at the names in that category: you have Bret Hart, Owen Hart, uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Uh, Rick Martell, I think Chris Jericho, but you look at Chris Jericho, still wrestling guy turns 50 years old next week and look at everything he's accomplished in the business. So, you know, that's, that was my theory putting into this and it wasn't just me. It was, uh, you know, going alongside Sean and, uh, the voting beforehand and, and everything else. But, um, I will say we might look at doing things differently next year, but for anybody in the, those categories, the specific six categories there, yes, they have accomplished so much in the wrestling business as a whole. So, uh, you know, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Uh, last comment by Sean here has been uh, a winner will <laughs> be announced and and yes, a winner will be announced. Some of the uh, the voting is tight. Some of the voting has gone and is absolutely, uh, you know, people run away with it. I think I looked last night. I think somebody was at 58.5%. And I think there was like 60 votes involved or something like that. But um, it, it has been interesting. And, and you will see us promote this for the whole month of November on the shows, on the websites. And uh, like I said, when uh, the winners have been uh, finalized, uh, we'll decide how to announce them from there. But, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it because it's uh, a long time coming. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, CWN will celebrate 13 years, uh, or is it 12 years? 12 years. Is it 12 years or 13? 2000. I'm try- trying to do basic mathematics on the on a live show here. And, uh, yeah, well, I'm already an hour in, so uh, forgive me, guys. But, no, 12-year anniversary of CWN next year, uh, so January 18, 2021, you will see the live uh, Hall of Fame show take place. Uh we'll probably do... I'm not sure how we're going to do. I, it'll be Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch, but um, uh, yeah, Sean just said 12. So. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much, Sean Bates So the Scumbags are Wrestling. Damn scumbag over there. Um, anyways, guys, I think that is it. Yes, that is it. So um, I'm going to bring back this, bring back this. So we are watching episodes 12 and 12. There we go. I should just remember the 12 for the freaking the whole show. Um, anyways, so as far as CWN goes, see that I talk too quick here. Um, CWM predicts, uh, will take place tomorrow. Like I said, 3 p.m. I am kind of hungry too. So if, um, if I'm kind of mixing up my words, that's why, uh, CWM predicts AEW full gear 2020 that takes place tomorrow, live 3 p.m facebook twitch and youtube you'll see my predictions for the show do a complete rundown of aw full gear as well as uh, any kind of personal thoughts that i have uh, so i'll be live tomorrow 3 p.m facebook youtube as well as twitch uh the recap for aw full gear will take place live tomorrow night 11 p.m ish and i say that it depends on when the show goes off the air so i usually go about 15 20 minutes after the show is ended so check that out uh the prediction show at 3 p.m tomorrow the recap show 11 o'clock tomorrow night after AEW Full Gear 2020 has ended, they'll be live on Facebook, Twitch, as well as YouTube. And then CWN Weekly episode number uh, 13 taking place live on Friday the 13th. And I was like, "Ah, that uh, is either a really good thing or a really bad thing. But yeah, episode 13 on the 13th taking place live next Friday. Uh, that will be back to 7 o'clock p.m. Uh, Facebook, Twitch, as well as YouTube there. So check out the website, cwnonline.ca. As always, you can guys can hit me back. So feedback at cwnonline.ca. Uh, any questions, comments, uh, thoughts, uh, you know, anything like that um yeah it's it's been going well so 12 episodes in as well as the prediction show and the recap shows and everything else so it's been great i've done some fantasy warfare tournaments over there on the scumbags of wrestling so that's been great as well but guys check out the scumbags of wrestling podcast as well as the fantasy warfare tournament Uh, Sean tends to go either youtube premiere or live on youtube so uh, check that out over there but you can find the links on the cwn uh, YouTube uh, uh, page, you'll find the links for the scumbags as well as the uh, fantasy warfare tournament. But I think that is it. So I'm going to get rid of that. Did I get rid of that? Yep. Yeah, I did get rid of that and then get rid of this. And yeah, there we go. There's me at Chris Maloney, CWN. So check me out Instagram, as well as Twitter. Give me a follow. Uh, like I said, check out the Canadian pro wrestling hall of fame. So CPW, HOF. C A. And uh, you know, it's uh Vote. Uh, that's all I can say is vote. It's a voting month, and uh, I can tell you this I'm going to do it better here in Canada than they can do down in the States right now. <laughs> Although, I, as I had said, um, uh, basically with regards to um, the vote itself at the beginning of the show, it looks like Biden might be make, making an announcement uh later tonight. Uh, I haven't seen it, well, I've been doing the show the past hour, so I don't know if anything more has been announced, but if it has. Uh, great because like as American relatives and friends, so it'd be uh, nice to see it come to an end and then see all the aftermath take place and what, uh, what's going to happen down there. But guys, that is it for this show. So check me out tomorrow, 3 PM live Facebook, Twitch and YouTube for the prediction show for AW full gear 2020 and the live tomorrow night, uh, 11 o'clock PM ish uh, for the uh, recap show. So until next time or next week, Uh, I will see everybody again. Thank you for watching and listening. If you have, if you're watching or listening uh, post uh, live show, thank you very much. Subscribe, like, all that soda jazz. And guys, that is it. Uh, Thank you very much and uh, have a good week. If I don't see you this weekend, and we'll see everybody live for uh, episode number 13 on Friday the 13th. So guys, have a good week and uh, hopefully see you guys tomorrow for the uh, recap and prediction show.